welcome to the Spiritual and Empowerment Living with Tia podcast, a sacred place and resource for spiritually centered women who want to go from the mundane to the magical life for overcoming fear and doubt, reconnecting with the goddess, understanding messages from spirit, and uncovering your spiritual gifts so you can finally live the life you deserve. Hey there, spiritual trailblazer, and welcome to another episode of Spiritual and Empowerment Living with Tia. And the crowd goes wild. Ah. <laughs> oh man, so I, I really like doing this episode. It's my annual episode. Normally, I would have one episode for Samhain. However, this year I figured let's do something different. Let's get a guest on. Let's uh, talk to her. Let's let's dive a little bit deeper into this topic. And so we did. If you haven't already, go and listen to. You can do it after this episode. It's not one of those continuations that you had to listen to the previous episode in order to get this episode. But it helps. Uh, you go back to episode 279, what it is and what you need to know about it. I had uh, Christy Lucinda Allen on to discuss it, how we can celebrate it, embracing cycles, all that jazz. And she has a background in psychology, the paranormal, uh, mental health, and she's an enthusiast of ancient spiritual practices. So it was very cool. And again, shout out to technology. She was all the way in Scotland. I'm all the way in the States. (laughs) So it just, again, amazes me the people who... I come in contact with throughout this podcast journey, which leads me to uh, a few updates. I have some other amazing guests coming on the show to help us discuss uh, sabotage, how we can prevent sabotaging ourselves, so self-sabotage. I have an, an amazing author coming on the show. He's going to be the first guy in a very long time that I had on the show, so stay tuned for that. And uh, his story is quite amazing. And uh, I guarantee if you get his book, you're not going to want to put it down. So those are two upcoming episodes I want you to keep an eye out for. All right, let's get to this topic. Because I sidetracked a little bit, but I want you to know about some of the the cool guests, a little teaser about the guests we're going to have on the show. The rest are solo episodes. So for the month of November, all solo. And they all give me some. I had to take a, a breath. <laughs> all right. So the blog has returned. I have in my notes here what's going on at TIA headquarters. <laughs> the blog has returned. I I had to make a note of this because I know I would get so excited and then talk way too long to just talk about (laughs) the blog and all that jazz. So I had to write out sentences for myself so I can nip it. So, and I realized that I'm saying so a lot. (laughs) The blog first post is happy witches new year in this blog post again i'm so excited in this blog post uh we we do dive a little bit into sawin but because you listen to the episodes 
you don't have to worry about the history section. So the history section in the blog post leads you to the previous episode. Now, there's a section where I talk about invocation and scrying, and uh, it's an invocation for Samhain. So it's something that you can say to really set the tone of today. And uh, scrying, I will get to that in a little bit, is basically a way for you to you use your third eye, so to speak, but you can also see things with your naked eye and it's, uh, it, it can be achieved using um, a, a bowl of water, uh, a, an obsidian crystal or rock rather, a mirror, a candle flame. There's so many ways you can do it. So uh, again, it's just to help with insights, get a vision, things like that. So go ahead, check it out and go to blog. Tmariejohnson.com, uh, and I'll post a link to that in the description of this episode. I'm so excited. So again, it's called Happy Witches New Year, or it's not called; it's titled Happy Witches New Year. And I dive into Samhain, but check out especially the invocation and scrying section. That's especially important because what I'm going to talk about in a few moments ties into that. So just put that nip in the bud, and then we'll bring it back. <laughs> All right. Or rather put it on the, on the shelf and we will revisit it. Just a few more things. So this podcast, like with anything else, it grows, it just becomes itself. <laughs> like it just takes on a new form. And that's what's been happening over the years, even with the name change. So if you've been rocking with me since day one, you know, the original name of the podcast, and then I changed it. I'm not changing the name. <laughs> But I wanted to give you a heads up because you're going to see more witchy material. You're going to see more cosmic material. You're already seeing the god goddess material. That's what's going to be the additions focusing under the spirituality umbrella of this podcast. Um, I know I talked about uh, mental health and mindset, and we'll, we will touch on that from time to time because that's very important. However, uh, the direction I'm taking now, and I'll be talking about this in upcoming episodes based on the dreams I've been having, uh, energies I've been tapping into. It's just time to shift the focus, uh, the direction, and that is along the lines of cosmic, witchy, and goddess, or I should just say witch, but cosmic, witch, and goddess. That is the, the path um, going forward. And with the empowerment side, I'm still going to have authors on the show that touch on uh, branches of empowerment because that's still needed. What's the point of me talking and teaching about spellcasting if you're not empowering yourself enough to have confidence in yourself to do a strong spell? So that's why the name's not changing the content is getting tweaked. So you're going to see more refined content. And that's what I wanted to tell you about that. You are already seeing it on my Instagram page if you're following me on Instagram. All right. So Samhain, full moon, blue moon, that is a lot, okay, for one day. Uh, I posted a blue moon quickie uh, spell on uh, my Instagram. So it's an IG reel. You can go check it out. It's, it's just a super easy spell. It's 
is a quick spell for you to do, hence the word quickie. And that's what I like to do when I'm helping people along just initially. Let's start with some of the bases. Let's keep it simple. And then we can work our way up to the more intricate uh, spells because a lot of times you don't have to do an intricate spell unless that's what you want to do, something very specific. And I'm saying this because this is something else that's going to tie into this episode. So you can totally keep it simple and be as effective as when you use more tools because you are the magic. All right. So I already mentioned, check out the previous episode is in my notes. So I'm going down the list here, people. All right. I did a little bit of research on the significance of the full moon, blue moon on Samhain. And, and, and this is me coming across several different websites. It's rare for a blue full moon. Well, that, that is okay. Wait a minute, that's redundant for a blue moon. <laughs> the, the blue moon combo already is stating that it's full for a blue moon to fall on Halloween. And in, in my research, I found that a full moon on Halloween occurs every 19 years, but a blue moon on Halloween every 76 years, something like that. But blue moons happen roughly three years. So for a blue moon to happen just regularly, any month, so to speak, that's about every three years. A full moon on Halloween occurs every 19 years. But a blue moon on Halloween apparently is 76 years. So this is rare, or I should say special. Okay, so what does all that mean? These numbers, how often it comes around? That means there is a shit ton of cosmic energy waiting for you to tap into. That's what that means. Um, (laughs) That is the long story short, period, full stop boom. All right. Uh, (laughs) However, I do have other things that I want to discuss because I've been adding two new episodes to the podcast. That's the full moon, new moon. And of course, if it's something extra like um, an eclipse or something like that, or a holiday, I'm going to add an extra episode. So because the full moon is today, you're getting you like a twofer. You're getting an oracle card reading for the new year, and you're getting a teoscope. And <laughs> if you're new to this, I I'm, I want to say this is the second episode I'm doing this because I just made this change. So if you're listening to this, teoscope is is not me giving a horoscope. It is me doing some research on the full moon, what zodiac sign it's in, and what the hell it means. (laughs) I'm not an astrologer. Uh, I do love astrology, but that just wasn't my past. I didn't dive a lot in it, but I'm highly interested in learning as much as I can. So I learn and I stop, I learn, I stop, as opposed to being very consistent, diving deep in and understanding houses and stuff like that. I get the gist of it, (laughs) is what I'm saying. And I'm diving deeper uh, as of recently, but uh, that's that's basically what Tioscope is. It's just me 
gathering information about full moon or new moon, what zodiac sign is in, what it means in your life in simple terms, because that's what I tend to do. I appreciate the long forecast and everything like that. But this is with anyone. When we first read something, there are a few things that pop out at us and then we'll go back and maybe read it again. This is what I'm saying here. <laughs> I'm the popper outer <laughs> and I'm giving you that information. All right, saving you some time. But of course, I always encourage you to uh, do more research. All right. He, before I even dive into the full or full moon, the Tia scope, there are some things I want you to remember as I'm holding my gold stone here in the heart shape. Uh, wow. Hmm. It's so interesting. I just got sidetracked, but it's important. So this, this gold stone I have with me is very shimmery, very beautiful. It's in a heart shape. Um, this weekend is, is going to be a lot of heightened emotional good energy. And so it's very interesting that this crystal wanted to be next to me. So pay attention to what, what wants to be next to you. And I don't even use that uh, heart-shaped gold stone often. All right. Um, I think there's power in side notes and little distractions. Before we get started, remember that you are the magic. I said that a few moments ago. You do not need candles, crystals, ritual clothes, special cloths, uh, you don't need it. It's, it's nice to have. It definitely enhances the experience. However, it's you. It's always you, and it will only be you. You can make the most mundane thing magical because you are the magic. So uh, crystals, candles, ritual clothes, they add to it their bonuses. But please don't feel bad if you are looking around on social media or you're reading something, someone's telling you something, and you don't have a candle. You don't have a black candle. You don't have an orange candle. You don't have a candle with a, uh, like a bay leaf in it or something like that, okay? First and foremost. Uh, <clears throat> next is the veil is practically non-existent right now, Okay. So please connect with your ancestor, ancestors. If you are not comfortable with doing that, go to someone who is more well-versed in doing that, okay? Um, don't do that alone, really, because that connection is something that is real and you want to be able to deal with the emotions and things that pop up. So that, do that with someone who is confident to lead you through uh, a ritual that you can connect with your ancestors, okay? If you don't feel, again, comfortable, I, I want to bring that in here, okay? Do the things at certain times what makes you feel comfortable. Sometimes uncomfortable is a good thing because it's like, no, I shouldn't be doing that. You know, sometimes because we see so many messages about get, get out your comfort zone, get out your comfort zone, and, no, sometimes you need to stay in that comfort zone. And that's when you're doing magic and stuff like that. So have some confidence, no, enough confidence where you believe in yourself when you are doing this, okay? It's okay if, if you are a little unsure if this is your first time connecting with your ancestors. 
things like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. But you need to believe in yourself. Okay. And sometimes there, there's that little ounce of, uh, you know, I don't know. And that's okay. Just have that thought and then let it flee away. So that's what I mean when I'm saying, you know, if you have a little bit of a question about how, how you can do this, but to be as confident as you can be. Because if you allow yourself to just briefly think about it so you can dismiss it, that's much better than you trying to snuff it, you know, away, snuff it out, and it, it doesn't work because you're not acknowledging it. Okay, I just didn't want people to think, oh, well, what about you can't be doubtful and confident in the same space? And yeah, people have those things, but there will be a point in time where you have zero doubt. Okay, so I'm just speaking to the people who are a little bit new to this and they're a little bit like, I don't know. Okay, do it with someone you trust. Okay, uh, I know that took a little bit of time, but I, I was just called to thoroughly explain it. Okay, uh, you can have a picture of your grandparent. If you don't know who your grandparent is, um, connect with spirit. Please guide me to my ancestors. I want to learn more about me, etc. Okay, scrying. Now, remember what I said earlier about the blog post talked about scrying a little bit. There are many ways you can do this. So I encourage you to do some research to see what best fits you. Um, you could do with the mirror. You, you would usually lower the lights a little, uh, and then you would take deep breaths, like really get yourself centered for scrying. You want to ease your eyes. You don't want to strain your eyes while you're looking at the mirror or the obsidian uh, globe or something like that. <clears throat> this is a great time to do that because again, the veil is thin. It's the thinnest. It's going to be all year. And you can connect even easily with spirits, your higher self. Okay. So if you are someone who likes a little bit of insight into a situation, insight into the upcoming months, just insight, period. This is a great time to pull some cards. This is a great time to really understand the cycles of what's going on and how that impacts you. So that's what leads me to the fourth point, which is get real with yourself, self-reflection. You know, scrying will help that, especially if you are someone who is willing to receive the message as opposed to expecting what you want to receive. Okay, so receiving a message, which is someone giving you the correct answer as opposed to someone giving you the answer you want. This day marks the ending of a season and the beginning of a new one. And that's what Christy talked about in the previous episode. So definitely check that out. That's why I'm not spending too much time in the background of Samhain, um, but I wanted to bring that in here because the moment we get real with ourselves, that's when we are also starting the next chapter. And we do this. I don't do this, but a lot of people do create a new year's resolution, right? December 31st, I'm going to get a gym membership. I'm going to lose the, the, uh, the new year, 15 pounds, whatever. Right. And then the gyms are all packed and it's annoying. Well, that we they will be as packed as they can be. And 
And then everyone drops off in February because they don't understand their own cycles, their own patterns, their own years. So people are telling them, hey, every January 1st, you should be dieting. You should be doing this because you ate so much during the holidays. And that could very well be true. But maybe it's not your time to go to the gym yet. Maybe there's some mental work that needs to be done. And of course, this is a case-by-case basis. However, when you understand your own cycles in coordination with the seasonal cycles or yearly cycles, things start to get a little bit clearer in life. So if you've been feeling like this is the end, if you've been feeling like you need to be in a house more often, if you've been feeling like you can, you can feel the, the magic of the witch, if you've been feeling like something new is coming right around a corner, you could, you could just feel it. That's why. And those are just some examples. Okay. Because now we are approaching the time of the year where it's going to be more darkness and less light. So this is also a time of understanding light and dark and dark doesn't mean bad. You know, it, dark can also mean your shadow aspect. Okay. What you, what do you have there that you haven't, haven't been acknowledging that uh, you just haven't entertained as much. Okay. And the final point I want to make here is that the blue moon is an extra layer of energy. So the moon itself isn't blue, but we can tap into the energy color of blue. All right, that was a mouthful, that was a lot. But it's leading us to Teoscope and the Halloween Oracle. The full moon is in Taurus and Taurus is ruled by Venus. So when we think about it, we are dealing with the dominant earth sign. So I'm not focusing so much on the, um, the opposite side of, you know, an earth sign, like the, the negative portions. I'm just focusing more so on their dominant traits because many zodiac signs can have the same traits, right? So the the dominant traits of an earth sign. And if you're a Taurus, you most likely already know. (laughs) If not, it's a simple Google search. Okay, so we have strong earth energy mixed with Venus energy which to me makes me think of Aphrodite, you know, uh, it's almost like there's there's a grounding, but an elevation to what's going on, uh, to these energies. So I have a few questions for you. And of course I ask myself, the questions I ask you, I ask myself too. What needs to be straightened? in your life? Like what's been static and you need to iron it out? And also because this is cosmic energy, it can also be a consciousness thing. Like what's going on 
that is so staticky right now. It's just so jumbled up right now. It needs to be ironed out. What issues need to be ironed out? What needs to be addressed? And also think about what's holding you back in life and what's chaotic. I was reading on one website that the opposite of Taurus, the way it is right now is Scorpio and Scorpio energy can be messy, chaotic. And we should also be thinking about that. So going back to the earth sign, okay? And yeah, again, I didn't want to dive too much into the negative portion. I will say that uh, for Taurus sign, it's the bull, a little bit bullheaded. So I'm mentioning this because where in your life are you being a little bit bullheaded? <laughs> okay, where are you being a little stubborn? And that's causing the chaos. Or where are people in your life having that other side of Taurus show where they're bullheaded, where they aren't listening, they're doing what they want to do, and they are causing chaotic energy. Well, now's the time to release that energy. Release what's holding you back, release what's chaotic, release what is static. That's what the full moon and Taurus. And this is based on, like I said, the research I was doing where they were talking about chaos and uh, like determination, overcoming things. And it made me think like, wow, there's a lot of stuff to overcome right now. And it's a time to release the things that are causing static in your life that you can help. So this full moon represents what is, of course, full, the full moon. Like what's, what's runneth over? Like where is your, your cup runneth over in your life? And, and, and in a way that can be good or bad, are you overindulging in some ways? And this can be also flooding your mind with crazy thoughts. You know, you gotta, you gotta reel yourself back in from time to time because it's so easy to do that. I don't really think this is the case for, um, for, for people who have been able to do some self-reflection because they, they either had the support or they were able to get themselves to a place where they can catch themselves. And I say that because I don't want anyone to feel like, oh my gosh, you know, every, everything that's going on, how can I possibly think about taking care of anything right now? I'm just trying to survive. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm trying to hang in there. Well, I'm saying that because, and I mentioned this on several episodes, it didn't occur to me until, and I want to say maybe a year ago or something like that, it, it didn't occur to me the, the lack of support that people receive, like the amount of lack of support. I get when you tell your parents something that they don't understand it. You tell your grandparents, they don't understand it. But for people to confide in me that they had zero help. It's just like, wow, it really made me think about support systems. So 
I want to, there's that so again. <laughs> I want to remind you that your feelings are valid. And this is not me saying, oh, just get over it. This is me asking you in case your thought, your thoughts got a little spiral, a little out of control. And if they aren't out of control, like I said, there was the cup run of over, over the good and the bad. If, if they aren't, uh, you know, a little out of control, then how can you enjoy that cup? Like, how can you enjoy that heightened energy within you? What can you do to release that energy? Okay. And you can start with the, the Samhain invocation that I talked about in the blog post. Uh, so you can go ahead to the, the, uh, the blog to check that out, today's blog post. So the Taurus earth sign, um, it, it includes determination, ambition, beauty, a lover of luxury and comfort, hedonism. And it's so interesting because it's ruled by Venus. So do not be surprised if you have uh, a surge of sexual energy, if you have a surge of um, energy that where you have ideas and creativity, uh, just don't be surprised because we have we have the zodiac sign of Taurus, which also is, I feel like a little bit of a protector. The Tauruses, I know, they they are people who are family oriented, hugely family oriented, and very protective. So when I think of Taurus, I think of protection foundations. And when it's ruled by Venus, I'm thinking, oh, a safe environment for you to enjoy luxury, comfort, um, for you to embrace your ambitions unfiltered, without someone judging you about wanting to enjoy luxury. Luxury doesn't make sense. <laughs> That's one of the reasons why it's luxury, because you, you are treating yourself and you you are going for an experience. And of course it varies for everyone, right? Their response, why do you buy luxury goods? What's the point? Of, you know, people, some people say quality. Some people say, oh, well, I got to treat myself every now and then. The point is you defined it. And it helps when you understand these energies. So if you are feeling like super heightened energy more than usual, this is why. You have... Blue moon energy, which is heightened full moon energy times two, really is just it's the second full moon of the month. So there's that that extra energy, and I'm throwing in the color color of blue. I actually didn't research why it was called blue. To be, <laughs> I'm I'm just thinking of that now. Oh well, maybe maybe three years from now <laughs> I'll do it, or I'll, I'll have an episode for moon magic. Um, and we'll talk about blue moons. Anyway, uh, is that you got that extra, extra energy. Blue is the color of your throat chakra, which is in relation to communications and expression and speaking up. So don't be surprised this weekend and into uh, the next week, you know, depending on how strong you tapped into these energies, you're going to be more vocal. You're going to speak up more. You're going to respond more. You're going to do a lot of expressions. Um, make this a time to go deeper, to grant yourself the safety to do that, to 
understand what this energy means to you. So you may want to get a journal. You may want to um, write about it in your phone. You may want to talk about it with someone, but do that. And so I looked into what rule Virgo, and you should do this too. You should Google uh, whatever your, your sun sign is and you take that and then Google like Virgo is ruled by and then it'll auto-populate for you. So Virgo is ruled by Mercury, the planet Mercury, and the planet Mercury, one of its main correspondences is communication. So yeah, naturally I'm thinking about the winged god Mercury and, or I'm sorry, no, that's, yeah, Mercury, who's also called, was it Hermes? I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. But yeah, he's the winged foot, winged feet god, if I remember correctly. And I think it was Mercury and Roman and Hermes, Hermes and Greece, Greek, I think. So you do that. And, and then I think about my sun sign, Virgo, it's an earth sign. We can be direct. And now's a great time to focus on my communication. So if I were co to combine this, and I want you to do this as well, I'm looking at this full moon, this weekend as being an expression of communication, saying that in a very direct way. So it's specific, it manifests quickly. And I'm going to enjoy the luxuries that I want to. And I'm creating a safe space for that. So put that in a sentence, okay? Hit pause, rewind. You can do that. Totally fine with it. And that's the Tioscope. Full moon in Taurus. Quick recap. What needs to be straightened out in your life? Is there a chaotic area that needs to be addressed? Where are you maybe overindulging and the areas that you are indulging and it's, it's not um, in a negative form, how can you really enjoy that? And this... Zodiac sign is ruled by Venus, the lover of beauty, luxury, determined. All right. But also Venus has to do with love. So expect some more love in the air. Go deeper and grant yourself the safety to do so. All right. Whew, that was a lot. <laughs> okay. I would love for you to write down your experience for today. And when I say tap into the energy, what I'm talking about is the various ways you can do that. Meditating, creating a sacred circle and, and imagining divine light coming over you. Dancing to elevate your, your energy, to elevate uh, your vibe. I mean, like dancing your heart out, just dance, 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 your dance party. I mean, deep breathing. I mean, 
walking outside, enjoying that night air. I mean, looking at the moon. I mean, howling at the moon. I mean, sex magic. I mean, tea magic. I mean, whatever, however you tap into that energy is up to you. Those are some examples. And actually, maybe I should do an episode about (laughs) a list (laughs) or maybe a post, a list of ways you can tap into energy. So when when you're doing this, whether it's uh, you pulling Oracle cards, whether it's you, um, if it was, say, raining, having a jar outside, capturing the rain, um, no matter what, your intention behind it is what makes it, okay? So I have three Oracle cards here, and it's called a Halloween Oracle card deck. I use it every year. Now, these cards are just cards with pictures. But once I center myself, imagine that cosmic energy swirling around. Oh, yeah, now these cards are magical. Excuse me. I had to sneeze. I'm like, oh, no, don't sneeze while you're recording. (laughs) I I was like, where's the pause button? All right, that's a quick behind the scenes. Okay, I'm back. So now these cards are magical. And so I pull the cards ahead of time to save time shuffling and all that. And also because I'm in the market of finding a new mic, I am using my headset where I'm holding the little microphone by hand. So I only have one hand free. So the first card I pulled is the skull of stars. And underneath it states infinite possibilities, which is interesting because when I look at all three cards, two out of the three cards have a full moon behind them, which is interesting because this is the second full moon of the month. And then the third one is um, circular in shape to an extent. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Uh, Skull of stars. What I'm getting from, from this card is that Yes, the possibilities are endless, but there will be times where we have to let something die, go away. We we need to bury something in order to understand our infinite possibilities. So whether that's an obsolete friendship, whether that's an old job or, or a dead end job, I should say, no matter what it is, we are the ones that determine what needs to be finally put to rest. I mean, we have to do that. People can tell us as the day is long what we need to do in our life. And some of them can be right about it. However, we have to want it. So if you're thinking how I'm going to do this, how am I going to get on the other side of this? When does this end? When is it my turn? How can I grow from this? What's, what's the point? What's the lesson? You're wondering and wondering and wondering. If you take a few steps back and look at it from a bird's eye view, the situation, the person, your position, you will see there's something there that you need to let go. And it could be a totally good thing. For example, you can be in a relationship and it's going great, but you just have your reservations because your last few relationships did not end so well. That's a little bit hard. It's going to take a little time. 
but the what you will lay to rest is the insecurity of or I don't want to say insecurity is the overthinking, the worrying of whether or not this person is going to do the same thing that the last person did, especially if you've been doing your personal growth, right? It's not like you haven't been doing anything and you're doing the same thing. Well, yeah, you're going to get the same results, but if you're changing and you're giving different people a chance, then yeah, it's going to work out. But we had to put to rest our reservations and start a clean slate. I know it's not easy, trust me, but it can be done. All right, let's see what the card, um, uh, the the, uh, the deck booklet has to state for this. Uh, give me one moment. I'm just looking up the page number. All right, here we go. So I'm I'm always excited to learn what the booklet has to say or state, I should say. All right. The booklet states, why think so small when galaxies spin within? Realize that you are made of the stuff of stars and infinite possibilities begin. All right. So I'm just scrolling down here. And basically this card is saying that you need to think bigger and more um, wider because your future or about your future and what you would like to achieve. So this is asking you to think of that crazy thought. Think about it with all your heart, mind, soul, everything. Because it is achievable, but you have to believe it. You have to be willing to put it out there. You gotta, you gotta say it. This is remember the, expression time well at least for especially virgos uh, because our ruling planet is mercury this is a time of great expression i know we have a lot to say because it's a full moon what can you do right now to help you embrace that crazy thought and hey maybe you don't know a crazy thought maybe maybe you're just beginning but these cards all together are going to show you that you need more crazy thoughts. So when I, when I shuffled the deck for the new year, and that's what I pulled these cards for, like, what can we expect in the new year? I asked questions like that. I didn't have a specific, um, what, what to, do and things like that. I just like getting themes for the year and guidance for the year because we can go left instead of right and they'll change the course. But also, I'm already talking a lot. <laughs> so, do three cards and I just ask, what do we need to know? What do the listeners need to know? All right. So, that's what I did. I shuffled the cards and that's what I got. So, uh, this new year is bringing on infinite possibilities, which you think is impossible, or you don't even know what possible, you know, is, or there's a limit to it. Just know that this next year from this standpoint is bringing in infinite possibilities, but you have to be vocal about what you want. All right, next is the mummy change, which, which makes sense because once there's infinite possibilities that we believe in, what happens next? Change. 
All right. So this card has a mummy, uh, of course. That's the name of the card. Uh, wrapped up. There's a full moon behind him. Uh, I see his eyes, and there are the pyramids behind him. But I see two out of three pyramids. Two seems to be the number of this episode. And uh, he's adorned with different color um, gear. So change is something that (laughs) sometimes we can embrace and other times we don't have a choice (laughs) because that's the change that's happening, whether we like it or not. Tough, that's, that's what it is, okay? What we need to understand is that in this year, we have the power to make change. So many people feel like they're one whatever, right? They're they're one voice, they're one idea. Is it going to cause a ripple effect? And that breaks my heart. I, I can't even begin to tell you how many Uber drivers I connected with where they told me their idea and they didn't really you know, think they could do something. It's, it's just really crazy. And, and it's adults too. It's, it's not just like some, you know, kid who wants to make extra money. It's people who have uh, like books that they, they are promoting and all these great things. And you could, you could tell that they're nervous and, and, you know, they're, they're trying to push their, their material. You know, it's, it's hard when you want to strive towards the thing that you want to do, the thing that you really want to do. So when you are making changes, you, you want these changes to be for the benefit of you because you put so much work and effort to get to that point. But what if you have to deal with changes that are not good? Right? How do you work from that? And that that's what I'm getting from this card. How are we responding to change? What are we embracing and what aren't we embracing? And if it's something that we are not embracing, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because not all change is good. <laughs> okay. Sometimes it's like, why are they doing that? Okay. Here we go. Here, here's what the booklet states. The sand in his mouth, the bandages wound, jealous of the living, eternal life bound. Okay, I'm just scrolling through here. So basically with this card um, description I has here in the book is that you know, death was not seen as many of us see it today. This is the beginning of a new life and often eternal one, a better place. And, and then it goes on talking about preserving the body. Okay, here we go. If you pull this card, change is inevitable. And no matter how hard you try, things will not be preserved exactly the same. All right, so, and then it starts to ask you questions. So this is basically for a good change. What I'm saying here is, because I'm getting a little bit more from this card, is you have two choices, right? This is the second moon. 
This is, uh, so this card is the second full moon after spread. This card has two of the three pyramids visible. And what I'm getting here is that there are choices, this or that. There is no third choice. It's this or that. It's even interesting that I'm, I can see his two eyes. I can't see anything else. So it's what's your perspective? What are you looking at? Now, if, if the change is bad, for example, um, you, you, get a, you get a new boss and he is terrible. The old boss, it was just her time to retire. So she did. New boss comes in. He's a stickler. He's a micromanager. He has no life but to make yours miserable because that's what he decided he was going to channel all his energy to is that he's not a happy man. Okay, that is not a good change. The flip side to that is that that miserable boss can be your catalyst to make a change that you've been wanting to do all along. A change that maybe wasn't present before, but now it's here. Something that caught your attention five, 10 years ago and now made its way back around. That's how it works a lot of times. Sometimes it's just you got an asshole boss, unfortunately. And then, like I said, there are times where a person like that causes you to make a decision that will change the course of your life. That's what I'm getting from that card. Change is coming. You have to make a decision how you react to it, what you embrace, and what you don't embrace. There is no on the fence is this or that. And the, the, the new year is going to bring a lot, a lot of that. And this is how you're going to get to learn more about yourself and the people around you. And also you'll be able to take this because as, as the description was uh, stating in the booklet, death wasn't looked at as this sad thing. And trust me, it, it is sad. Yes, of course. But the Egyptians believed in the afterlife. They believed that this was like ongoing. So for you, while you may be thinking, oh my God, here's yet another change. This is the ending of something and the beginning of something that's even better. So you can look at it that way. All right. Final card, skull of flowers, creating through the ashes. Now, this is super appropriate because here you have, so this is a skull and, and that's just what it is. And it has a flower, uh, like petals on the, the frontal part. And there's petals behind the skull so we have two skulls here in the spread two full moons and two of the pyramid showing so lots of twos the creating through the ashes is giving me phoenix vibes all right let's see what the booklet has to state here to blossom and bloom, the work must be done through fire and ashes. Our fortune, it comes. Before flowers are born, they are sweet buds on a plant that come from a smaller form like a seed or a bulb. Okay, so this is talking about your spiritual garden. Okay, and I'm just scanning here. 
Okay, so now Dennis talking about uh, or, or state, sometimes we wish for a life different from the one we have, and that can mean radical change. That's interesting because I, the second car was all about change. Sometimes to have that new life, everything falls apart to make it so, and that can be uncomfortable. We may lose our relationships or they may change. We might lose a job, have to move house or become ill, all big events that lead to a reassessment of the how in our lives. Mm. The Skull of Flowers celebrates not just a kind of Phoenix energy, but an energy of success and full bloom through adversity. Okay. Okay. So what this card is informing us is this coming year, okay, the change that happens is going to be something that, so you ever have, a, a, even if it's a small garden or you brought a little plot home and, you know, a little vase and just soil, you, you plant the seeds, you water it. And you know how some seeds just, just sprout faster than others. And some, even though you have like a bouquet of flowers, some petals just open up wider than others and some just become bigger than others. But it's like this, the, seed, the seeds you're planting right now Oh, they're going to blossom and some are going to blossom faster than others, but you got to start planting the seeds now. So use this energy, this like trifecta of full moon, blue moon, Samhain energy. Okay. Use these energies to bring upon the life you want to create. For example, if you are planting seeds of enhancing your personal growth, which means you're watching YouTube video, maybe you hired a coach, uh, you're practicing your posture, right? That full blossom flower is you in your, your ultimate state of confidence, walking right, speaking better, taking up space, wearing different clothes, and the list goes on and on and on. Now, what about this weekend? What about today? What does that flower look like? Well, if you were to tap into the energy of connecting with ancestors, getting that ancestral knowledge, if you were to tap into the energy of the Taurus and the Venus via meditation, via deep breathing, via sex magic, via whatever, then you're adding the good soil <laughs> to your, your seed. Then your seed is something that you are adding that extra oomph, that magic factor to it, which when that flower does blossom, it's not going to be like one of those regular flowers. No, no, no. <laughs> this is going to be a magical, the gift that keeps on giving flower. So think about what you want to work on right now. What do you want to end right now? What do you want to work towards? If you want to use today to uh, do some breathing patterns, walk outside, do stretches, take a long hot shower, 
think about what you want to release and what you want to bring into your life. Tap into the energy. Imagine swirls of radiant golden energy surrounding you. Tapping into the energy. Imagine white diamond-like cluster coming down from the cosmos through your crown chakra all the way down through your body. Tapping into the energy. Because this coming year is bringing about some great change. So use this energy now to as a fertilizer boost <laughs> for your seeds. So make sure you're planting the right seeds. Okay, we don't want to go uh, backwards. We want to go forwards. It's like um, when I was in Ghana. Oh my gosh, what was the president's name? Uh, he, he was a uh, he was so vocal about everything, and the saying he had was "forward ever, backwards never." I wrote about it in my blog post when I went to Ghana. I was like, "Oh my gosh, that is that's great." Yes, forwards ever, always, always. So. Don't go backwards. Don't try to reconnect with anyone unless you know for a fact they will 100% change. Change as in everyone saying, yo, no, Dan changed completely. Okay, I don't mean he did one thing and now you're like, oh, well, I see the goodness in Dan. Or even if it's like, you know, another friend or something like that. Oh, well, no, they need to change and people need to see that for a while. Okay, before you bring someone back in your life. All right, bring it back. <laughs> Looking at these three cards, if I were to zoom out, and and I'm, I'm going to post these cards. Card can't talk. I'm going to post these cards on my Instagram uh, stories because. Uh, since you're listening to this, you don't have to look at that section in the blog post. I want you to look at the invocation of scrying. All right. But these will also be on the blog post. All right. If I were to zoom out and look at these cards as a whole, the overarching theme, the overarching theme that I'm getting from here is really what's next. It's the other side of things you know it's the bare bones of the matter so when when i say that what i mean is now the masks are off these are skeletons bare bones okay yes the mummy is wrapped up but he's he's working towards the afterlife remember this 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 place will be better than where he was (laughs) so he's he's all decked out to go somewhere this will be your time to shine even more. So even if you were like at the top of your game, pandemic hit, you went a low, you rebounding, or maybe you just wasn't impacted that much by the pandemic. I noticed everyone on all different levels. This is the time where you are going to be on the other side of uh, the thoughts and even some actions that were holding you back the other side of people who were holding you back. This is just a time where a lot of, like I said, masks are coming off. We're getting to the bare bones of the matter so we can really blossom, really focus on that change that is long needed. I was looking at last year's Oracle cards. 
Uh, where to go out to the snapshot picture of it. All right. So I went to last year's episode and the Oracle cards I pulled for that episode was invisibility, which meant uh, dealing with authenticity, trick or treat, mischief and play was the meaning for that. Graveyard, unnecessary fear was the meaning for that. And I drew a bonus card. So I don't know what that bonus card was um, because I didn't listen, re-listen to the episode. Just looking at that. So last year's episode is in regards to this year. With the invisibility car, and, and this is just off my feeling and memory combination, that's about being seen versus what's not being seen versus people who choose not to see certain things people or people who can't see certain things, right? And we can fill in the blanks how that's been playing out this year. From a spiritual side point, that can mean also a lot of things. What are you acknowledging in your life versus what are you acting like isn't there in your life versus what are you not seeing in your life? What can't you see? Okay. But also we're, we're seeing other people's authenticity or lack thereof. Trick or treat, a lot, lots and lots of mischief. And there's also been lots of play. And I think that can pretty much be said for any year. And um, I don't remember the reading I gave for that in that episode, but just picking up off the vibe is there are people who look at mischief as playing around as opposed to and, <laughs> as opposed to maybe even or. Because I know it's like, it's, it's, kind of hand in hand trick or treat mischief and play yeah you can look at it as like that but I don't think not all people when when you say play they think mischief but I feel like when you say mischief to people who like mischief they look at it as like ah, we're just having a little fun see one doesn't actually match the other but one can apply to the other uh, and I think people are getting confused with a lot of things and they are mistaking people's mischief as joking, don't take it so seriously. You know, that's how they are. It's just like, no, no, no. We are no longer accepting how they are. It's what it needs to be, what's right. And the unnecessary fear that's loaded okay and that's the graveyard card now with that card when you think about it you shouldn't be afraid to be in a graveyard right it's tombstones some trees you know like <laughs> right like really no one should be afraid of graveyard now yeah of course there are spirits who Rome and stuff like that but just you know as far as like another person being here someone who can really upset you no like no one should be afraid of the graveyard however people are and that can at, at times be an unnecessary fear right no one's gonna come from six feet under and grab you like in the movies and take you down under Right. But people get creeped out over graveyards. Um, and I get it. I get it. Not discounting it at all. 
But according to this card, it's an unnecessary fear. I can understand that perspective. There are some times throughout our lives where we have unnecessary fears. Was this amplified this year? Some cases, yes. Some cases, no. Okay. Um, that's been up for debate many times. And again, I didn't listen to the episode, so I don't know exact words that I said, but just as a quick reflection, there are some things that look grim, but you don't have to fear it. Okay. You can get through it. All right. I talked a lot this episode, but there was a lot of information. Okay. So, and I said so, so many times, trust me when I'm telling you, I am working hard not to say so and um and like. It gets a little hard when I get excited talking about something. And I can't think of a connecting word. <laughs> you, you, the, those uh, therefore, nevertheless, however, on the flip side, things like that. <laughs> transition words. That's what I'm trying to transition words. Sometimes when, when you're in that zone, you can't always think of transition words and things like that. That's why for the most part, another behind the scenes, I have sentences written out. And if not, I definitely have bullet points with... Uh, extra little notes to it because I'll I'll get way off track and I already talked a lot and had a lot of stories for you guys but I, I wanted to make sure that I wrote a lot of things in here because this is such an important day I didn't even tell you guys what I'm doing for today I'll probably do another episode because again I talked a lot and I want this episode to be about you please check out the previous episode. It's so important to know origins. I am all about origins. You're going to see in these upcoming blog posts, uh, the, the days of the week, the origins of that. Like, how do we get to Monday? How do we get to Tuesday? Where do they even come from? Right. And I've known about this for quite some time, but I haven't really talked about it out loud. We need to know the origins because the more we learn about the origins, the less people can have power over us, okay? The less people can tell us what's right because they want what they want right, okay? Knowledge is something no one can take from you. And I'm so about this. So please listen to the previous episode about the origins of Samhain, um, about you know, why we use pumpkins. <laughs> about It's just, it's really cool how things just happen. And when, when we embrace that, it's really paying an ode to the past, our ancestors, how this got started, and, and understanding that this is also someone's culture, right? Samhain. And so there's a little bit of respect piece that comes along with that. This isn't just, you know, getting in a sexy nurse's outfit, <laughs> right? This is actually part of someone's culture. It, it has an, an American twist to it, yes, but this is based off of uh, Celtic culture. So it's, it's very important to understand it. All right. Tioscope, Oracle card reading for the new year. You got it. You got it. Check out the blog post. Um, please just, I'm telling you, 
scroll down to the invocation because <laughs> you're listening to this podcast and you're listening to you're going to listen to their previous episode. Uh, so scroll down there, say those words, fill those words, envision those words. Okay, and let's make this year one of our best years yet. Okay, I, I know there's the calendar year, December 31st, and that's fine. Celebrate that too. Celebrate it too. But make this a magical one. And by the way, I recently discovered that December 31st in Rome is known as Hecate Day. Now, I, I want to cross-reference that to see if that's still like a present day thing. Uh, I, I, I just... I just discovered it. I, I was reading and like oh my gosh I, I knew about the one in August I know that she has a, a day in August I just learned about the day in November and now I'm like oh she has a day in December too I wonder if that's like how accurate the information is so if you know email me <laughs> t at johnson.com because what I saw it looks like it's up to date because I would like to do something on that day uh if that's the case, maybe. See, see what happens. See what's in the cards. <laughs> All right, I talked enough. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know I went off on a couple of tangents, but it was just really important. It was a calling. I, I just had to get it out. And uh, let me know, what are you doing for today? Go to my Instagram page, Tia underscore Johnson underscore. And I believe I got all my notes checked. <laughs> Until next time, spiritual trailblazer, I am rooting for you. I'm sending you so many blessings and don't forget to be kind to yourself. All right, until next time. As always, spiritual trailblazer, thank you for tuning in. Do make sure to stop by and visit me at tiamariejohnson.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe. Last but not least, be kind to yourself. I'm rooting for you and I'm sending you so many blessings until next time.